Hello. Welcome to Why the Sweetest Journey Home. I'm your Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always is Zoe playing Sylvia, Emily playing Beatrice, Laura playing Conrad, and Johan playing Paul. Let's jump into it. Where we last left off, the party wandered ever deeper into the Tomb of Annihilation, um, discovering, I believe, both uh, another uh, skeleton key head along the way, and uh, the next of the tombs uh, of of the nine spirits. The uh, the one one could say reckless uh, Kubazan, who now resides within the now very very strong and very confident Falls head. Uh, so, what would people like to do? So, Fall, you can you can say that Fall like looks like a very different person now. Like the way that Fall usually used to hold themselves was like they'd be like quite like light on their feet always, like ready to like dart away, and they're kind of like a like an unconfident like slouch to their shoulders a lot of the time, and now. Like they have their feet planted very firmly, the shoulders back, and they just look like rather surprised, but not anxious anymore. Um, and they're just like, wow, what is this feeling? <laughs> I feel so strong and uh Let's see. And then they kind of just do a handspring and then followed by a somersault. And then they do a little bounce at the end and like, huh. Okay. Uh, quick question. Mm. Is the giant smoky form of Kubazan still there? Uh, no. That that uh, dissipates immediately upon the uh, the passage into uh, into the host. Okay, Sevia like just watches this happen, and then just looks at Beatrice and Conrad, and kind of gestures a little weakly, like. You feel different. Yes, yes, I I don't think I've ever felt like this before. I think... How, hmm. How so? It's like... I don't know, I don't... There's no, like, that little sense of, like, weakness or, like, a little bit of, like, your stomach's a bit sore or something. And, like, I don't know. I just feel really strong. And, yeah, let me see, actually. And is there any, like, uh, there's no, like, objects on the wall. I see, like, I don't know, there's, like, a little nook in the wall. I'm going to try to punch the corner of the wall. Okay. Uh, roll me a strength check. Okay. 
So that's a 16 plus 6. 22. Okay. Uh, you're a monk, so your unarmed strikes uh, don't just do the standard one damage. Oh, so yeah. roll me roll me your unarmed strike damage. <laughs> so that is oh amazing. That's seven damage. Seven. Okay. Yeah, you make uh, a noticeable crack in the wall from just like <laughs> this. But did you only roll like a one on that? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. But yeah, notable crack in the wall. And it do definitely wasn't there before. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, I couldn't do that before. Beatrice just sort of turns to Conrad and raises an eyebrow. That is not normal for fall. That was a little different to the rest of us. Yes, true. No one appears to be behaving much differently from normal. Except for Fall here. It's kind of freaking me out. Very impressive, Fall. Thank you. Yeah, I quite like that one. I might have to practice that move a little bit. If you ever need any, like, walls broken down. Like, I was, I was doing great with the glass before, but I might be able to go just straight up, like, just break through walls. Just Ooh, cool, very just, useful. Yeah, just Kool-Aid man it. <laughs> so, um, are we ready to get going then? I think we should move on to the next room. Well, I agree. Yes, this is a good idea. Yes, excellent. Some goodness, some renewed proactivity from someone. Yes, let's go. Sevia, uh, uh, this whole time has just been like, just getting more and more like, what, 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 what? Like, I cannot describe her face, but she is both very confused and also blushing. <laughs> so she's just like, yes, quite. Um. Although surely we can uh, walk and we don't have to punch through any walls. And she gives Fall a little tap on the shoulder like with her hand, just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah, sure, we don't have to, but I like it's an option. <laughs> um, what's wrong, Xavier? Absolutely nothing. Good to hear. Yep. Nope. I'm going to walk. Yes. Hmm. Oh, what are we wasting our time here for then? Let's go. Hmm. <laughs> Straight okay. out. I can take the lead if you want. Her like lifts a foot up and like kind of pivots around and like turns back like, if you wish. Go ahead. Yeah, sure thing. Although you can still direct, to be honest. Oh, good. Excellent. Mm. I'll just be here in case anyone, uh, like, tries to attack from the front. Um, good. Yes. Like, yes. As a, 
During this interaction, Conrad, uh, you hear the voice of Papazotl say in your head, they're trying to, uh, to usurp your authority. They should not be taken lightly. Conrad just like, like, just steals for a moment and then thinks like, do you think so? Is that what they're trying to do? Fill the power void? I would not trust them. Oh. I just fixed this with 42 before he was spirited away. Do you believe 4 will do the same? They did have designs early. It's Back in Barovia. It is impossible to say. We will have to keep an eye on that one. Spirit? Yes. What has happened to 4? They have fallen into a relationship similar to ours. With oh, Kubazan. so similar to ours. Ah, I see. The spirit we entreated for this, yes? Yes. Wild mm. little thing. Interesting. Tell me if you notice anything else. Of course. Excellent. Thank you. This shall be good. Yes, well, no, I think that would be good. Um, but yes, I shall still instruct, of course. Yeah, no problem. I still don't know as much about, like, where we should be going or anything. But I'll be here. Yes, absolutely. Let's um let's let's head on then. Uh Paul, you, you hear in your head, to the staircase. <laughs> All right, to the staircase. Oh yes, yes, to the staircase. <laughs> Kubazan's gonna be so much fun. We stride to He's the staircase. <laughs> Oh. That's incredible. <laughs> Was debating confident fall being like, oh yes, this is me. I'm confident fall. Right. So yes. So as you make your collective ways to the staircase, um it is your choice uh where to go from there. There are um multiple rooms that have uh kind of different different offshoots of this uh, level that you have yet to visit. Indeed. Your choice, Joe. I don't understand maps. Neither do I. <laughs> okay. So basically basically here you've got a fairly easy choice. You've got uh, a path north and a path south. Excellent. Um Hmm. Uh, let's go north. Okay. North? So, All right. So, as you proceed to the, uh, the corridor in the north, um, you see a huge carving of a snarling jackal's head, which protrudes from the wall at the end of this corridor. A chamber is visible through the gaps between its fangs. Um, you actually recognise uh, this room 
as the one that you uh, have, as one you've already dealt with. This is this room you see uh, through these fangs is the one uh, with the uh, with the floor with the hieroglyphics on the floor. Um, so the four torches illuminating stone sphinxes crouched in the corners of the fifteen foot high room. Uh, torches casting a flickering light across the familiar hieroglyphs carved into the tile floor. Um, a funny shadow kind of passes over Corey's face. He's like, ah, this room has already been completed. Hmm. Oh, yes. Well, I guess on to the next. Okay, so the south path. Um... South path, uh, if you continue through the stairway, um, going around, uh, there is a path to the, yeah, so there is a road to the south, which, uh, which comes down to a T intersection of sorts. Um, on one side is, uh, a dead end with a small gap in the wall on the other is a um on the other is what you can see in the distance as a uh sort of beginning a very frost frosty ground to it um almost almost like ice has kind of uh, ice or water has uh, puddled on the floor. So, left or right? To the small, tiny corridor or to the... Um, through to the ice? <laughs> or the water? Considering it's really close by, we'll just walk over and look through the little gap. Yep. Okay. So, um, yeah, so there's, there's just a small, uh, section, small, um, essentially crawl space, um, that you can squeeze your way through. Um, it would require moving at half speed if you're going to go through it, but it is, it is traversable. Paul looks just like completely unfazed by this and just turns to everyone else and is like, oh, we could go through here. This is a this is a pathway possible. Do you spy anything interesting there that would be of use? No, it yeah, it so, turns around. Yeah. I see. And perhaps the other direction then. Sure. Uh, Yes, I mean, if we can see water from here, the uh, engraving for this floor said we should walk through water with weapon in hand, so that could be... Uh, yes, good way. point. Yes, that might be a, a good uh, place to go to look. Yes. Yes, very good thinking. You're always so smart. Okay. Uh, Thank for, you. As you say, uh, as you say, uh, too smart... Uh, you you hear Kubazan in your head say, "Yes, sh- conniving like Papazotl. I would not trust that one too much. T- 
take caution with them for. I think like uh, not, not very so that, cool. that regard, I was like, oh, thank you. Completely ignoring the fact that that compliment was probably meant for Sylvia. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it was meant for Sylvia. Um, ah, uh, yes. Just inwardly, but, for be like, there's nothing distrustful about Sylvia. No, 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 she is fine, and it's the black-haired one, whatever his name is. The human, <laughs> mean- the human boy. You mean Conrad? Yes. Is not I guess he's not like always the most No, he, I think he has been pretty trustworthy to me at least. What are you talking about? He seems a conniving sort. And from what it seems he has dealt with Papa Zottle. Okay, is Papazotl like super dangerous? Papazotl is not to be trusted. Papazotl is a trickster. Hmm. Alright, well, thank you for the warning. Of course. Okay, hmm. Oh. <laughs> Paul just like has a number of like confused expressions on their face before just like shrugging and turning to look at the others. I'll say after Cora was like, oh, thank you. He would have then, and taken Sylvia's compliment, he would have then just like pushed past everyone, like straight down towards the water. All right. So reaching the water area, still puddles of water cover the floor of this 15 foot wide hallway. The walls are slick with moisture and set with murals showing animal headed humanoids in armor, most of which appear to brandish real weapons hanging on the walls. A three-foot-high crawlway in the east wall is flush with the floor. At the far end of the hall, a rippling, transparent curtain of water fills a stone archway. Beyond the curtain, you see another hallway that looks similar to the one in which you stand. So, in this south hall, uh, from south to north, the warriors and weapons uh, are as follows. So, stork-headed, mas- uh, stork-headed males with hand axes, um, lizard-headed females with maces, panther-headed males with blowguns, unarmed hawk-headed females, goat-headed males with sickles, and frog-headed females with tridents. You can't make out uh, what is on the north side from here. Well, this certainly makes quite a disturbing picture. Hmm. So, weapon in hand. We just take one then, I suppose? Or is that the safest way to traverse while wall climbing? Oh, very good question. Cora, like, looks at Fall and is like, well, one, one way to find out then. And then, like, um... He reaches out and grabs the nearest weapon, which was the first one you described, I believe. All right, so the uh, the the hand axes. Sure. All right. So. Yep. You grab you grab the hand axe from the wall. Action right card. out into the puddles. 
There is also, you notice as you go up to this, uh, this axe, um, that there is a, a crawlway uh, between the legs of uh, this figure. The figure hmm. on this side. Small space under here. Don't know where it goes to or what it means, though. Difficult to say since we still do not know our purpose here, apart from finding a way to stop the curse. Mm. Could it potentially be linked to all of those secret doors and other rooms? Possibly. Might take us to another staircase, maybe. Hmm. Do you want me to duck through there and just scout ahead? Yes, why not? Sure thing. Corridor stands by side and like, yeah, so well, um, let us know if you get into any trouble. Absolutely, Other. I'm sure I'll be able to handle it. And then Fuller just um, squeezes through the crawl space. Yeah, so you. Without an issue. Yeah. Um, so you crawl through and are uninterrupted uh, until you reach. There is a uh, there is a small room about ten by ten feet, uh, <laughs> and this this room uh, seems to be just undisturbed, nothing in it, um, almost almost as if it's forgotten. Um, you you think yeah this could probably be a decent place for a for a rest if we need one. Hmm. Oh, cool. um, there is also a, a continuing crawlway further south. I guess I'll just like call out and be like, I found a little room that would be good for camp. And it keeps going. Do you, should I go further? Good job. Should somebody perhaps go with Fall? I mean, I suppose so. Beatrice sort of sighs, pops her pack down next to Savior, <laughs> and then crawls through. All right. Good. Good luck. Good luck. Yeah. So yeah, you you make your way through. Um, you find this room, um, and then you get to. Uh, eventually make your way to um uh so the the backside essentially of a statue um so uh fall and beatrice as you kind of get to the back of this statue can you each roll me an arcana check Got a fourteen. Fourteen. Twenty-four. <laughs> okay. Uh, fall. You're you're not too sure what this is, other than uh, it seems to be some sort of fiend. Uh, Beatrice, you as as a sort of uh, 
There's a sort of corollary to your expertise in angels uh, and, and hunting down celestials are aware of the, as well, of the, uh, the blood war. Um, and there are, the blood war is this massive event that is constantly ongoing in, in the Nine Hells. It is a war between uh, demons and devils. And then you have as uh, nasty little uh, middlemen who basically uh, sell various things and make deals with both sides and just profiteer off the whole thing. You have the uh, neutral evil, uh, Yugoloths. This particular Yugoloth is, or this is a uh, Nykoloth, uh, who are the elite uh, airborne shock troops of the Yugoloths. They are basically green, large green, almost gargoyle-like beings. Uh, and um, I will bring an image up. Um, but yeah, so this is, uh, yeah, this is a, uh, a statue of a Nykoloth. Interesting. Oh, a little fiend statue. That's weird. The kind of Yugoloth. Yes. So this is what they look like. Okay. Ooh. Like big, like goblin kind of things with yeah. wings and horns. Mean-looking. Yes. Yeah. Um, I wonder where there's a pathway to it. And from your research, they are just as mean as they look. Hmm. Maybe it's trapped or something. I'll have a look. don't know if that's such a good idea. Why not? They tend to be very mean and we're very much alone. Uh, you also note that you are on, um, following through here, you are on a, a balcony um, that leads to a, a sort of space below. Um, two balconies. For the room. Yeah. So there are two balconies in this room. Um, that each face each other over a vast pit. Between okay. them hover five wooden platforms, uh, each one a disc ten feet across. A single torch burns above each balcony, and on the east balcony stands a... So the one you are on uh, stands, yeah, this rough-hewn 15-foot-tall statue of a hulking fiend with furled wings and clenched fists. Set into the wall of the west balcony, um, you can just make out, if you strain your eyes, uh, what appears to be a lever in what is generally accepted as the up position. You also notice that there is the slight glint of a... A marble-sized object in the statue's hand. 
Miss Statue Cloak says, okay. Huh. So there is, there isn't a statue on the opposite balcony. There yep. is just the, uh, there is a torch to illuminate it and there is the lever. Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah, does Tapfilms look like too far to jump between or anything? Well, I'm just double checking that because with your oh, yeah. strength, <laughs> um, long jump. If you move 10 feet or more, you can jump a number of feet up to your strength score. So... So this would be trivial for you to jump between these platforms. Because you can jump 23 feet uh, as long as you get 10 feet. You might have to ascend of of a running start, which these platforms have 10 feet of diameter. Oh my gosh. So you might have to basically stop run to the back and then make another leap with each one but it is very doable for you oh my gosh okay Um, i'm just looking at other people's strength scores it would also be doable for uh beatrice and for conrad nice uh for the most part yeah yeah the the furthest gap is about a little over 10 feet but not so much that it's 15 feet Okay. It would be a bit hard for jump for, for like the average person, I guess. We could probably do it. Could probably make that. Should we scout ahead or get the others? Perhaps we should tell the others first. Okay, okay. That's that's the thing too. They're generally close enough that I would also allow Sevia to make the attempt with an athletics check. Um, some of them, some of them, she wouldn't need to check for. Some of them are, uh, some of them are closer than ten feet apart. But there are a couple that are further than ten feet apart. So this is how Sevia dies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I can pick you up and dump. <laughs> All right, then let's head back. I, I probably would require an athletics check from you to be holding her while... That is fair. <laughs> it wouldn't be a particularly hard one, but I'd still probably require it. <laughs> That's fine. I'm confident for now. I can do yeah. anything. Uh, yeah, Artis, Artis is in that same uh, strength bracket. Dragon Bait has no problem. Would have would have no problem, but artists would need to be rolling. <laughs> All right, then I guess it looks like we might end up doing this. Okay, so the two of you return to the rest of the party to discuss uh, this room. Anything to report? What did you find? You were gone an awful while. There's another room just past that little uh, space. It's got a couple of balconies and a bunch of platforms, and there's a lever on the other side. Okay, anything interesting? Big, mean-looking statue of a Nikoloth. Hmm. Okay. Right. Do you think it would be particularly beneficial for us to to 
take that upon ourselves. This particular moment. Um, I, I will. I know it. Mm. I, I just seemed already have just been doing every little puzzle that we come across. And that's had good results so far. True, but I am beginning to run out of magical storage for today. Uh, oh, I see. Is a chance before we continue. I may need to take a break, unfortunately. Yeah. Ah. yeah. So I think I think you're probably it's probably still too early in this day. I think for a long rest. But, but you're pro- you are probably getting to the point where you need to take a short rest. Like some of you are starting, probably starting to feel that in in your uh, your capabilities and resources, like energy reserves. Uh, look, there appear to be multiple options open to us on this floor, and we are still wandering around a little aimlessly. Perhaps we can take a rest. I can restore some of my magical resources and we can maybe have a bit of a conversation as a group about how we wish to proceed since there is so much we need to do and so little we know about how to do it. It would be best maybe to take a break. I think if we want to take rest, the little room that uh, Fallen and I passed through is probably best. There's nothing in there. There's very small uh it's well defensible. All right, that's probably good, considering what's happened. Yes, we should do that then, if people need to rest. Of course. Fantastic. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't think of that. No, it's it's fine. Uh, magic is tricky. Let us rest then. Yes. Ah, although. We know how, hopefully, how to get through this puzzle when we come back to it, so. Shall be good. Yes, that'll be fine. Mary puts the hand axe back. I, I <laughs> presume he was just staring out for, the, like, the last ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sevia well, down the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, Sevia yeah. and Conrad, while four was gone, Sevia was definitely standing there just like, so... Wonder what the weather's like outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carl's just paying no attention, distracted yeah. by something. Okay, so you make all there. You make your way into the small little uh, ten by ten room. It's, it's a bit tight with the six of you, but it's it's not like squished or anything. It's cozy. Yeah. Um, makes it makes it very easy to defend uh, because no one can get in uh, without trying to force their way past you. Um, so uh, you manage to get a, a short rest in. Um, if there's anything you want to accomplish in that time, I do know there's still a number of... Uh, magic items that are yet to have been identified um, from various places. Uh, And if there's anything else people would like to do with this little bit of downtime, 
then now would be the time to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, Full will want to talk to Beatrice. All right. Um, <laughs> it's a really tiny room. Um, I guess Paul would just kind of like crouch next to Beatrice, like whatever she's doing, and be like, "Hi, can I um have a conversation with you? I wanted to ask you something." Well, so nothing's stopping you. Beatrice is just sitting there sharpening one of her daggers. Nice. Paul looks uncharacteristically unfazed by this. Um, Paul's eyes kind of like dart over to Sevia, and then um, they say like, so um, you're like the only person I know in this group who like has had like romantic relationships and stuff in the past. So like I wanted to ask you, what does like feelings feel like? Like I've experienced like the other kind of stuff, like, oh my gosh. Um, practicing with the monks and stuff like damn they got some good bodies but what's like what do romantic feelings feel like <laughs> episode 69 emily's momentarily died <laughs> and so the rest of us beatrice sort of <laughs> blinks very rapidly for a moment, <laughs> completely uh, sideswiped by this question from Fall. Uh, feelings. And then she sort of looks at Fall and then looks across at Sevia and sort of goes, mm. I assume you're asking because you think you may have feelings for someone. Yeah, that's right. I've like, um, I think I've had a crush in the past, but like, I'm not really sure. I don't really get them. So I'm wondering what's going on here. Well, everyone is different, right? And uh, I suppose when you feel like you want to spend all of your free time with someone and you or you see yourself being with this person forever like you know they're they're like your safe space right right that's huh. that's love I suppose yeah I think so like I've, I've had similar feelings with like friends in the past but like that really sense of like yeah they like security and everything huh yeah thank you Beatrice I think I get it a bit more hmm. you're welcome oh thank you Actually, since I know this, since I think I know what's going on. Actually, I think you're still holding on to like some of just the general like non-magical like things that we found in the coffins. Could I like 
through them. I kind of want one of them for reasons. I suppose so. And Beatrice just dumps everything out. Awesome, thank you. And Paul just kind of go look through them all and just be like, hmm, give them a little appraisal before eventually pocketing one of them. Be like, excellent, thank you. You're welcome. So what what is it you're pocketing? Um, oh, it's the hairpin. Ah, okay. <laughs> Excellent. And then Paul will just stroll away and just sit down. Yeah. As I as guess. a note, it is a platinum pe- hairpin. Excellent. Thank you. Beatrice sort of hums to herself as she packs up the pack and just sort of very nonchalantly uh, watches uh, Sevier and Fall. Excellent. What's everyone else been doing? Uh, Sevier would have been, like, just sitting in a little corner in her little pile of skirts, just, like, doing whatever she does for arcane recovery, probably just sitting with her eyes closed, um, tapping her fingers, um, and occasionally little, like, blue sparks will happen. And then um, at some point she will kind of sigh and, like, look over at Conrad and just kind of be like, "Uh, do we know how many items need identifying? Ah, well, um, hmm. he, like, opens up his little uh, diary. He's just been sitting there looking very, like, (laughs) ridiculous probably because he still has, like, boar blood and his own blood all over him and his white shirt, Um, but no means to clean that. Um, So he's just kind of sitting there looking (laughs) quite ridiculous um, and he's probably just been, like, making weird tutoring noises to, like, his little skeleton bird that he has now. Um... And also the, the the little jar like bag that he has, which contains spiders, which cannot be seen, but they are there. Um, he sort of just like looks over, like, oh yes, and gets out his diary and just immediately starts leafing through it. And I personally cannot remember what the items are because I don't think Conrad picked up any of them. But if we know which ones need to be identified, Conrad would remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if there are any that are currently in your possession, you probably would have touched them already and therefore not need to make a save. If there are any that are you passing them from someone else, uh, mm. then you will need to make a save. Uh, yeah, if so they are... I think it's like there's a bunch of amulets that need identifying. I think there's like... Did the horn get identified? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I know Beatrice touched it, but like she didn't get possessed. No, by the horn. The horn hasn't been identified. I think that's on Beatrice's person still. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind will probably take note of that because I also remember with the horn, especially Beatrice kind of like shoved past Exley and Conrad to grab it, so he would remember it for spiteful yeah. reasons. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I personally have not been keeping note. Of yeah. Them. No, that's so good. The braces, I think haven't been no done but the amulets 
there's a bunch of stuff. So CV Conrad would probably list all that to CV. Uh, yeah. I'm assuming, and CV would kind of sigh a little bit and be like, oh, "It's never enough time, is there?" All right. So let's let's try to find some of this stuff um, to work out what exactly it is that. Yeah. While we you're all have. doing that, Sevia yes. uh, is going to um, just look over at Comrade and go to to speak again. Close her mouth and just almost. <laughs> a little recklessly is going to put a hand on his shoulder and she's going to cast prestidigitation to clean the blood all on him. Uh, so he does a kind of like that big start um, kind of thing and like a kind of like twists his torso around um, with like his like fists right here. He's like, ah, oh, what's that? I, uh, magic, uh, prestidigitation, it can clean things. Oh, I've- so good. Mm. Mm. He just looks down a bit like useless. I, uh, I know how hard it is to get blood out of certain fabrics. So, uh, mm. ah, yes, yes, yes. Mm. He kind of like awkwardly just like uh, scratches the bit of his neck, um, which was healed by Beatrice. <laughs> just still looks gross. Um, Good. Well, good decision. Yes, thank you. Good. Uh, are you? This is a very stupid question, Conrad. Are you all right? Oh, uh, he he kind of like just like blinks, um, and then just like blinks very rapidly, and then looks down at the ground, um, where he's like presumably just sitting, um. And he's like, um, no, um, but that's, that is fine. Mm. I'm, I'm not doing too great either. (laughs) I am restless. I wish to find, um, where things are so we can move on, but I don't know where those things are. Yes. Yes, it feels like we're just going in endless, endless circles. Yes, and I don't have a pattern to follow, so it's difficult. And we don't know where 42 is, so nothing can be done with that one. I would presume deeper here, but who knows? This Mm. temple seems to be made of rooms and rooms and rooms, so it's difficult to skip them either. It doesn't matter, does it? (laughs) This is just the mission we've been tasked with. I am sorry for that. Well, not much use at apologising for things. It doesn't change the outcome or what's happened, so... We do what we must, isn't that not it? Yes. There's no Mm. use feeling guilty for those things either, is there? No, it is illogical. I'm as much to blame as you are, Conrad. 
Do not bear that alone. Yes, well, this is true. Just need to find a solution that can have a pattern to it, and then it will be right. Yes. You don't need to dwell on it. Yes. This reminds me very much of the previous temple we were in. <laughs> it truly does. Though deeper down. <laughs> uh, I guess the one thing going for this one is there are less skulls covered in flames, aren't there? <laughs> true. Yes. Yes. This is true. There are but four of us. Well, I mean, I suppose it's Dragon Maiden artists as well, but, you know, they're um, not exactly the same calibre. No. Well, as long as they don't go the way of Vilnius, then technically we're on the up and up. True. Well, yes. I suppose we'll have to see how it goes. For... I believe in us, Conrad. I truly do. He just looks into the middle distance and lapses into silence. All right. So, as far as I can tell, <laughs> just double-checking different things, there should be five uh, items that you have collected that have not been identified. Some of those do still have spirits in them. Yep. Some of them do not. Okay. Um, so, there is the Horn of Ijin. There is the Braces of Kubazan. There is the Amulet of Papazotl. And there is the Egg with Nang Nang. Um, so, I believe... Uh, so, Nang Nang is still within the Egg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Papa Zottle is within Conrad, uh, Kubazan is within Paul, and Ijin is, uh... No one has Ijin. No one has Ijin. So, um, what order are you going to, uh... And then you also have the, the, the large tome. So, just before any of that happens, because Beatrice has at least a couple of the items, she's going to, because Sevia's sitting across the room from her, Beatrice is very slyly going to go, oh, Artis, uh, do you mind passing this to Sevia for me? Uh, of course. Um, which one do you pass first? The horn. The horn. Okay, so he rolls a natural one on his save. Uh, Get good, buddy. Yep. You don't hear what Ijin says to him. Um, yep. Okay. Yep, that's... Yeah. So he's going to pass uh, the horn over to you, Sevia. Uh, you are you notice that, like, there is no spirit that attacks... Well, you all would have seen, like, the, the little spiritual transfer with that. So, yeah. Um, 
Artis has Ijin within him. Well, welcome to the club. Hmm. Interesting one, this one. Yes. Need to make one. Actually, this will probably flow over to different things, but I need to make changes to his stat block. Cool. As a well, heal artist. It's definitely definitely an interesting sensation. She's holding the horn. She looks like she's about to start identifying it. And she looks at Fall. She looks at the horn and she looks at the pile of things. And she thinks for a second and then just goes Fall! Yes? We should have a conversation. Of course. And she like puts the horn down and stands up with her little hands on her hips. Um, <laughs> and she's going to be, and then suddenly realize we're in a 10 by 10 foot room and go, you said there was further space? Yes, it opens up at the end. Right. May we have that conversation there? Of course. I promise to be, we will be safe. Yes. <laughs> Lead the way. Yeah, we'll be fine. Paul just like, yeah, gets through the space. They go out into the balcony. Okay. Um. Right. So. You are different. Yes, very much so. Are you pleased about this? I mean, it's weird, but it's so much easier, so um, yes. Of note, Sevier, you're entirely in the dark right now. <laughs> oh. Paul didn't have a source of light on them because oh, they have no. dark vision. Actually, no, there is, there is the torchlight. There is a flickering torchlight. It's just not represented on this map. I was just going to say that just means Sylvia has to stand very close to them. <laughs> uh, well, that's good. I just, you know, back in Barovia, we were so worried about when Conrad was slightly different and you have taken on quite a, a change. And I just wanted to make sure you were okay and that this wasn't that this was still you just different and not you gone you know i do that that's so sweet i was actually rather concerned about you before with hearing that you have this this new spirit but i don't know i think 
think, yes, this is very, this is very different, but hey, I'm not scared anymore. This is great. You don't need to worry about me. Well, I'm always going to worry about you regardless, but it is good to hear that you are not scared. I feel better about that. Are you still... I'm glad. Are you still the same? I believe so. Even, even before that you got the, the spirits, you've been acting quite differently. I have. It has been a rough week. <laughs> ah, all things considered. I am... Um, I... It turns out just because you pray one time, it does not mean you regain your faith in the gods. It just means their decisions seem more and more fickle. And yet, I have become blessed. So, it is difficult to pass that one out. And then, everything has happened within here. I feel as if we need to take more risks, and yet I am more and more scared to take them. I feel as if we are looking for patterns and all I am finding is confidence in routine. That is very difficult. It seems like you're stuck between a lot of opposing like options and pathways. Aren't we all? (laughs) Yes. Hmm. Do you know anything that would help to make this easier? Being with you all has made it easier. I think. Ah. I don't know. A part of me wishes we could just go straight to the center of this place and just blow the whole thing up and hope that's enough. Another part of me is terrified that that is a sure way to our doom. I don't know what I can offer to help. I don't know how to be a leader, no matter your confidence in me. I don't know. Um, I don't know how I can contribute. Not to ruin this moment, but fall at Sevia's suggestion of going down to the center of this place. (laughs) Kubazar does interject in your mind, like, that sounds like an excellent idea. Or just kind of grins and I nods endorse, I endorse that strategy 100%. <laughs> oh. This woman knows what's up. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have wonderful tastes, young man. Being, I just realized I don't know what to call you, young fool. <laughs> But we will... and they is fine. All right, we. I'll let you get back to your uh, your crush now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what, what's happening with your face? What, what's that look for? 
sorry if I zoned out a little. Um, I was getting some talking um, with Kuzan. Uh, um, apologies there, but um, he thinks you're doing great, and I agree. I think you don't need to worry so much about what to do and what you can offer because what you're already doing is wonderful. I mean, we've we've done great so far. We, we lost a member. I mean, yes, but it was only one member. That's rather callous, don't you think? Uh, yes, a little bit, but it's just realistic, I guess. Uh, hmm, apologies. But the point remains, I think you've been doing great. Thank you. It's quite kind of you, Fall. I couldn't do it without you. <laughs> and she, like, taps the back of his hand. Um, he... He kind of, yeah, she, like, taps his hand and he kind of, like, turns it around to, um, hold her hand and kind of, um, interlaces the fingers if she allows this. She does, but she also just looks at their hands and then looks at Fall. And then just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Do you require comfort right now? I don't think so. Is that just why... Is that why you've been holding my hand so much for comfort? Uh... Of a, a, a sort, you, um, and she cannot look at Fall at all when she says this. She looks like off across at the other balcony. She's just like you. Make me feel safer, in a way. <laughs> you make me feel safer as well. She looks back at them. Really? Of course. Right from the start, it was very comfortable having your presence here. Although... I always say about the hand-holding, initially I thought that was just what you did with everyone. That was just a trait of yours I've never really... Like, did much about physical touch with others. But I don't know, I guess is there a certain reason that it's always been me? Um Ah uh, Fall seem I'm not fall. Sevia seems very like put out uh but not put out but like Mo like moth in a jar she's just like oh I am now having this conversation oh well um well I mean you know logistically it's difficult to hold Beatrice's hand and, and I don't think Conrad would allow it and then you know Kazir was Kazir and Exley has been Exley so you know you are just um 
uh, and she again is like looking around, looking around, and then she just kind of stops and closes her eyes. And kind of her shoulders turn in a bit, and she doesn't open her eyes, but it's almost like she's expecting Fall to say something mean. And she says, like, you just seemed the most like me, but in a way that made me feel safer and not more scared. And that's just, and now I realize you're, we are alike, but you're just you. And that is enough to make me feel safe all the time. Even when things are very scary and we're both very scared, I know at least you can be scared with me. And she's still like quite, as if she's waiting for something bad to happen. Fall kind of like gives her hand a squeeze and grows. Thank you for telling me I... I feel the same way. I mean, honestly, I felt... I spent so much time ever since we were, tra- we were transported away just being terrified and just not knowing what to do and being wholly focused on that. But now that... Now that that's all gone... I... I think I can realize how much I appreciate having you here and having gotten to know you and that I really care for you. And I'm so glad that you care for me the same, um, no matter what way it may be. What way? I mean... Beatrice mentioned me to before that when you have feelings for someone, you you feel secure with them. And oh, uh, 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 oh, you for me, <laughs> really? Yes, I think so. I've never really had these feelings very much before, but I mean, I know that you're beautiful, but I didn't know exactly what was going on. You think I'm beautiful? Of course. No, no one's ever said that to me before. Really? That they should have done. (laughs) No. No, most people just leave me be. <laughs> I... Um... I'm not good at articulating how I feel. It uh, is often a mystery to me what I'm feeling at all. But I know I feel a lot for you. And it is good. That's... And if you promise to do nothing weird about this, then we can forget it ever happened. And she kisses him on the cheek. Um. He kind of like, um. Ah, oh, like sits his hand over her shoulders and then just like gives her a kiss on her cheek in return and just goes, <laughs> Thank you, I. 
I promise not to be weird about it if you do as well. <laughs> I'm weird about most things. I can't make any kind of guarantee, unfortunately. Same, same. I've heard that a lot about me. Doesn't bother me now, though. <laughs> Actually, I um, I got you a gift. Uh, fresh from a, a coffin. Gift? Yes, fresh from a coffin, so it's not really For mine. me! <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. And he, like, rummages around in his bag and then pulls out, like, the hairpin, which is, like, a platinum hairpin. Probably imagine it having, like, little, like, diamond shapes across it with, like, um, jewels in it. And goes, um, here you are. I um I also have some bobby pins if you like want to like pull your hair back a bit and then pop it there or something, and however you want to wear it oh. if you want to. <laughs> Thank you that um I feel overwhelmed right now, but it's very good. I I feel as if my whole chest were fit to bursting. Um and she like closes her hands around the hairpin and looks at the fall. It says I um there is absolutely no pressure in this. And you can say no. And I will probably stare into the middle distance for a moment but then I shall be fine can you kiss me of course (laughs) kind of like still holding onto his shoulders and goes I like you I you don't have to be worried for that no reactions or me changing my mind or anything. <laughs> I like you too. That's why I worry. <laughs> That's very fair. <laughs> and then he's going to uh, lean, lean down and kiss her. She kisses back. And, and is also the whole time flapping her hands. <laughs> and fall inside your head. You hear oh a thunderous <laughs> applause. And, yes, young love, go for it, young one. <laughs> In his head, he's just like, a moment, please. Of course, of course. But just know I fully endorse this. Thanks. so they kiss and then she pulls back and she's just like "Ah." (laughs) it was very nice thank you thank you too I'm glad the first person I kissed could be you. Oh. Well, here I was embarrassed that you were mine, so... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) I think in the past I would have embarrassed about how bad I probably am at it. That's all right. I mean, I have no men... 
you want to practice. Um, well, uh, if yes, you. I'm sure. Yes, of course. <laughs> but um, we can always uh, go down and sit quietly now. Um, this is, I didn't, I didn't mean to spring this all in on you, but um. No, that's, I'm happy knowing. Think. That's thank you. Likewise. Um, although we should maybe let's hold off on telling Conrad until he until he's in either a better or worse mood, because technically now he was correct back in Barovia, and uh, I'm not sure how he's going to take that. So oh, true. True, he was. I didn't even. Hmm. I well. Hmm. Maybe yes. maybe we wait until this evening to tell him or yes, anyone. Yes, whatever you like. And the horse is kind of like grinning. Okay. Happy. One so, more before we go back. <laughs> and then she kisses him again. So you return to the room. Uh, do you then proceed to actually go through and identify the object? <laughs> yes. Just before uh, they come back in, Beatrice has been sitting at the entrance they went through trying to listen. And as they come back, she scrambles back towards where she'd been and like awkwardly it's like, looks like she, she's sort of goes into like a yoga position and pretends that she's just stretching. Just roll me a perception check. Like you've got a high enough passive that you would have heard bits and pieces. Like it's not that far, but depending on the results of this. 22. Yeah, you heard like pretty much all of that. I mean, Conrad, you've got a high enough passive that if you wanted to, if you wanted to be actively listening, then you could. Nah, he wouldn't but, have been paying attention to yeah. what other people are doing. All right. Um, do you also go to uh, Beatrice, try to pass the Nang Nang egg to someone? Or who has the egg? I think... Was it Beatrice, Beatrice or Conrad probably. It, it would have probably been either Beatrice, Beatrice or Conrad. Beatrice, Beatrice just seems to collect everything, yeah. even if somebody else has picked it up. So yeah. I'd say Beatrice has it then. Okay. So do you try to pass that off to someone to pass to Sevia or? She passes it to Artis again. Okay. He makes another save. Uh, that's also a failure. Uh... One through three is Nang Nang. Five through uh, four through six is Ijin. Okay, I need to change his stats back again. This is uh, this is Nang Nang. This is quite possibly a terrible idea. Uh, okay, so that does mean Ijin is back in in the horn. Um. So, Thevia, uh, I will need one save from you 
the uh, the charisma save wet for when you do touch the horn. I'm gonna use my new dice for this. Uh, charisma? Yes. Uh, my charisma's not great. 16. 16. That just makes it. Hey. All right. This entire time, Sevia is blushing up a storm. Um, and she is also now very carefully not sta sitting or standing near Fall at all, but is also trying to sit as far away from Conrad as she can. So she's just like in a weird little corner and probably equidistant, equidistant from both of them and just kind of like, Hmm. Um, so you note that the, uh, the wand, as you identified it, it is a wand of wonder. Uh. Oh, I forgot about the wand! Yeah, that's what the horn is. Oh, no. So, yeah, the horn was the one that still had a spirit in it, because Arthas yes. had the egg, uh, trip him out. So, yeah. So, the wand of wonder. Um, this is a proper Wand of Wonder, not the, uh, the, the one from our main campaign. And who knows, has, Spoons may have been here. That has, that has caused you so much torment. Um, the, the other objects are, so, the, the braces are braces of archery. The amulet is an amulet of health. The egg is a pearl of power. Oh, okay. and the tome, which is not one of these artifacts, but the tome is a manual of clay golems, not flesh golems, as one of you suspected. Me, I think. It's either you or Laura, from memory. But yeah. I don't remember. I think that was about two weeks back at this point. Yeah. yeah. It was me. It was off pod, though, I think. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. All right. Cool. Mm. So, yeah, and CV is doing... Oh, God, there's so many things. It's a whole other hour. She is going to use the spell slots to cast Identify on at least a couple of these. Yeah, um, just to do it a bit quicker. Yeah, so... So yeah, she's fuck it. She's gonna use it for three of them, yep. and so then it's only gonna take like twenty five minutes to identify all of these okay. items. Okay. Okay. Um, so once that is sorted, does is there any divvying up, any claims on any of these items? Sylvia oh. would explain yeah. what all of them are. So and then would probably keep the amulet of health. For herself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the braces of archery. Beatrice goes for the braces. Okay. Um, so, the braces of archery are... So, they grant proficiency with longbow and shortbow, which you don't really need. But they also give you a plus two bonus to damage rolls on ranged attacks made with longbows and shortbows. Um, the amulet of health... Oh, 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 have you looked this up, Zoe? Or no, you just like just the idea of it. She's, yeah, yeah uh, she's a wizard. Your this is this is uh, this is big. This is big. It requires attunement, which I believe the braces of archery do as well. 
Okay. Your constitution score is 19 while you wear this amulet. It has no effect on you if your constitution is already 19 or higher. Uh, hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> okay, bitch is about to get strong. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the Pearl of Power uh, mm -hmm. is an item that is attunement-based and allows uh, the person attuned to it uh, to... So while the pearl is on your person, you can use an action to speak its command word and regain one expended spell slot. If the expended slot was a fourth level or higher, the new slot is third level. Once you use the pearl, it can't be used again until the next dawn. So pretty much anyone could... Uh, in the core party could make use of that. I don't use spells often enough. I don't think. No. I think Sevia would offer that to Conrad. Okay. So it would make my magic give me more control over it to use it more? Of a sort, yes. It will gain you back some of your magical stores. Curious. He takes it and has a look at it. It does look nice. Hmm. You could fashion it into a sort of jewellery piece, I think. Hmm, true. Yes. Interesting. I will have a look at it. Yeah. Good suggestion. Um, yeah. Just Thank of you. note, Conrad, your rod does do that same thing with the addition of adding <laughs> oh, to your spells okay. but you can you can benefit from the pearl too though if you swap out the ring of protection yeah well it's probably not much point then i guess oh sad <laughs> oh well he just has it because we already had that conversation yeah. i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah that's all good um and see if we will probably keep the tome, because I don't think anyone yeah. else is going to use it. Yeah. And then there's just the wand of wonder. Who wants to claim the wacky fun time wand? Sir? I will. <laughs> Unless yeah. someone else wants it. I was going to say, Be if nobody else wanted it, Beatrice would go for it. But if Full wanted it, she would hand it over yeah. to Full. Mm -hmm. So, this the wand has seven charges. It does require attunement. Uh, while holding it, you can use an action to expend one charge and choose a target within 120 feet of you. Um, roll a d100 and consult the following table. Uh, there, there is a uh, percentile result table to determine what happens. Um, if the effect causes you to cast a spell from this wand, the save DC is 15. The spell normally has a range expressed in feet. Its range becomes 120 feet if it isn't already. If an effect covers an area, you must center the spell on and include the target. If an effect has multiple possible subjects, uh, I randomly determine which one ones are affected. Uh, the wand regains 1d6 plus 1 expended charges daily at dawn. If you expend the wand's last charge, roll a d20, and on a 1, the wand crumbles into dust and is destroyed. 
Okay. Unfortunately, I will say that Fall looks at like looks really excited by the wand and the description, and then looks at his lyre, his staff, and his medallion, and is like, "Oh, I have no attunement slots left," and gives it to Beatrice. Actually, if you have the room for this, I would rather um keep my medallion and such for like you know nostalgia. If we get if we meet any more vampires. Hold on to it for now. Oh, okay. Might come in handy someday. All right. And with that, I think that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Thank Happy you. Happy episode 69. Yes. Happy episode 69, everyone. Yes. You're welcome for the spicy we, we celebrate. We celebrated by apparently this being the last episode where Sevia has 69 max hit points. As as her constitution skyrockets her hit points up um, with this latest attunement. Well then. All All right. right. See you next week, everyone. Goodbye.